Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Successful Home Ownership Show. And I am Richard McKenzie with First Inspection Services. And I'm going to sing a little bit. The hills are alive with the sound of music or headscarps moving. What does that mean? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about hills today. Certainly, hills do not make music. They don't particularly make a whole lot of noise. But a lot of cases, they are still alive. They are moving. Especially in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, we essentially have, we have, or we have been called, the City of Seven Hills. Well, I don't particularly think I can name all of the Seven Hills, but that said, we have a lot of hills. We have neighborhoods with hills. We have hills within hills of neighborhoods. They are everywhere. And believe it or not, there was an article recently in the Cincinnati.com or the Inquirer, whatever you want to call it, and we were basically told that we had more landslides than practically any other place in the country. What? How is that possible? We are on a river, the Ohio River. We're a river city. One might think that that means we are more flat because of the river. Well, that's not true either. We are the Ohio Valley, and we have a ton of hills, and hills are comprised a lot of the soil type here, which is called fatty clay soil. Well, that's exciting. Um, so if you're a geotechnical engineer, they definitely know that term, and that means we have expansive clay soil. It shrinks and expands, and it sits on top of bedrock, and beautiful trees grow on it, and vines, and we have deer running and playing on it, and all that kind of stuff. But, darn it, the stuff moves. In, I'm not going to name the neighborhood that I live in, but unfortunately we have a couple of landslides, one that is being fixed and then one that has already been fixed. When we have such landslides, they generally involve multiple families. They generally involve, of course, several houses, yards, and so forth. And if that sounds expensive to fix, you betcha it is really expensive to fix. And you have to coordinate within families and get multiple quotes and all that kind of stuff. So why am I telling you all this? Am I saying don't buy a house that has a hill? No, I'm basically saying that when you are looking for houses, take the hills into consideration. And note the properties around you, including the neighbors on your left, right, behind you, in front of you. All of those things do matter and do affect your house. Again, hills are very large items. They're comprised of a lot of clay. They hold a lot of water. And what goes on at the top of the hill can also affect you. Because what is up does go down. Gravity works, for sure. So take all of that into consideration. When you are touring a house, again, when you see the house in front of you, don't immediately go in it. Look around. Drive around the block. Look at the hill. Does it go down in the back to a ravine or a stream? Or does it go up in your backyard to a hill? And what does that hill look like? 
And if you are already in a house, do keep an eye on your hill because things do change. We want to make sure that we manage the water in all cases when you're dealing with a hill. If water comes off your hill towards you, where does that water go and how does it affect your house? These things do need to be taken into consideration. And also, if you have a swimming pool in your backyard, I'm not going to say front yard because typically people do put them always in their backyard. <clears throat> we want to take into account where that's being put in. Is that being put in near the edge of a hill? That's a lot of weight sitting on a hill. A lot of weight. So swimming pools in a backyard on a hill, especially going downward, may not be a good idea. In most cases, it's not because that hill can change, and especially with runoff, and that can take some soil with it and the added weight of the swimming pool and for example, a lot of people drain a good bit of their pool out in the off-season. And the weight difference between the winter and the summer months can also change things. If you basically take half the water out of your pool, for example, a lot of people do that. That can affect things. Um, decks on the back of houses on hills. Uh, those footers that the deck posts are supported by can be washed out. I was at an inspection recently and one of the footers was just about totally washed out, which means that that deck post can can just move essentially and that could be a deck collapse and the homeowners were not aware of that. So that was important. So hills are, are changing beings. They are never going to stay constant and they definitely um, you can train dogs to stay, but you can't train a hill to stay. Um, also, some of the other things that have affected our hills in the Cincinnati area are all of the ash trees that unfortunately have died. And the roots, as they rot, they create little tunnels that the water can go in and find its way to various places that before it didn't do that, and it can wash out some things too. So that's going to change. So again, things that affect hills... The runoff, what is above it, and how does the water at the top of the hill, how is that managed? Does that run off down the hill, or is there another way for the water to go away from the hill? That would certainly be the, the preferred way. There's also kind of a religious battle between different geotechnical engineers on trees. And I mentioned the ash trees, and some will say, well, the trees really don't matter because the soil is so thick, meaning deep, and by the time it hits the bedrock, if water gets in between the soil and the bedrock, the whole tree with the root ball, which generally are about 30 feet deep, those things can, can move too, and entire retaining walls, for that matter, can move. And if you have an active movement, meaning a landslide, and by the way, landslides typically don't happen all at once. They're more, typically they're pretty slow, actually, slow-moving creepers. And the entire yard can move because it might be a very deep slide. And sometimes the topsoil, maybe a couple to three feet deep, looks unchanged, but the rest of the whole yard underneath has moved. And that was like one that was in our neighborhood where Essentially, the whole house was wrecked. The front retained the front, not, excuse me, the front basement wall 
and the rear basement wall both cracked. Both were just horribly. They had to actually move out of the house. And you couldn't see anything except the top portion of the yard looked like it moved some, but most of the heavy movement was deep. And basically, the, there was a retaining wall that was cobblestone in this yard. And unbelievable, you look at the cobblestone wall and there's not a single crack in it. But everything underneath the wall moved and surged to break this house, essentially. That's just an amazing uh, feat of the, of the soil and, and how it can be slippery and too waterlogged and so forth. So you do want to keep vegetation on your hill. You want to have vines, some trees. Um, those things do help to a degree to maybe stop a shallow landslide, but if it's a deep landslide, you are not going to stop that by the trees. It's going to happen by itself. So looking all around Cincinnati, some of the more famous areas of landslides are the Columbia Parkway. And we look at that and we can see some houses up on, you know, that look like they're up on cliffs and so forth. And that just seems to never stop. So we have a beautiful city here, but we have a lot of soil issues and landslide issues therein that need to be managed. So take that into consideration when you're shopping for houses look at the hills, don't immediately go in the house. And if your home inspector does put in the report <clears throat> that he suggests you have further evaluation by a licensed structural engineer and possibly a geotechnical engineer, those are very important things to do uh, because you do want to make sure that the soil is managed, the hill is managed. Sometimes retaining walls need to be put in uh, sometimes they remove part of the, the dirt, the yard, to cause the water to run a different way. There's various solutions, and those do need to be taken into consideration when you are purchasing the house. So, I didn't mean to offend anybody by my horrible singing, but the hills are alive, and it isn't necessarily always with the sound of music. So... This has been another episode of the Successful Home Ownership Show with Richard McKenzie, your host. And until next week, thank you and happy hunting for your house. And this has been the Successful Home Ownership Show. Thank you.